Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters, and welcome to the Unseen Podcast. I'm your host, Abu Abdurrahman, and I'm very pleased today to be joined by my dear brother, the Sheikh Abdul Karim Salim, or Salim. <laughs> that was purposely done. <laughs> How you been? We'll get to that soon. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bifadlillah, I've been good. And uh, even better now, alhamdulillah, that I am here. It's always good to have you here. This is our third podcast on the Unseen Podcast. Uh, we began our journey with the topic of the jinn in the previous episode. So this is the second episode on the jinn. Now, in the last podcast, I mispronounced your name. So, that's fine. What did I say? You said Salim, and uh, Salim, Salim. So, no. so even in English, they, they yeah, say it that way Salim, as well. Salim, excellent. Or you, you know, they some of them do say Salim, Salim. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, so I have but some relatives from that family. Barakallah fikum. How you been in this uh, hot weather, this heat wave, whatever you like? Alhamdulillah, to call adapting, it. adapting, adapting. Well, the weather drops inshallah tomorrow, so. Very tired, subhanAllah, because of... It is uh, a bit zapping. People tend to get sick. Mm. The mission of Allah when the weather changes drastically from hot to cold, cold to hot. SubhanAllah, it's... Uh, yeah, and you, well, like, if, you, if you get used to it, it'll be all right. But when it's cold to hot, hot to cold, that's when it's problematic. It is. Uh, we ask Allah to give us good health in this world and the next. Yeah. Now, as we know, the, the jinn topic, the topic of the angels, you know, is an interesting topic. And as we've discussed many times... We only speak about these uh, these topics through nusus or through through dalil, through proofs, through evidences, and uh, the primary evidences in Islam are from the Quran and the Sunnah. Sheikh, maybe a quick recap of what we've taken before we get into uh, what we're going to take tonight. Bismillah ta'ala. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. I believe in the first uh, episode we spoke about generally what is the unseen and no. belief in the unseen and how it is part of Iman to believe in the unseen and um, you know that it's uh, incumbent upon every Muslim to believe in the unseen as it is a uh, condi- as it is a condition of the conditions of Iman and um, I think the second podcast or in the second episode we re- we touched upon who the jinn are what are they created from uh, you know. Uh, how are they like us? How are they not like us? Uh, we spoke about their reason of creation. And uh, so we don't take too many time. Yani, it's available for the brothers and sisters. If if any of you guys want to uh, go back and recap, inshallah, it will be available. It's right there in the description yep. on YouTube and on Facebook. So welcome to all our viewers firstly on YouTube, Albion Radio Australia, and also Facebook, ASWJ Australia, and also the podcast available on Apple Podcast, Podbean, SoundCloud, Google Podcast. You find the previous episodes in the description. Let's get straight into the topic for tonight, then, shall we? So I uh, do recall that we ended last episode with the interactions between man and jinn. Now, now when I say interactions between man and jinn. I try to not go with the cliche of people bringing up spooky stories that are, you know, designed to sort of, 
يعني, intrigue people in that manner of يعني, subhanallah sheikh as you know we spoke about this before uh, people have taken the topic of jinn and devils as a sort of horror spike you know entertainment let's just say people are interested due to the uh, push you know regarding their world the way it's portrayed by the west sells as well it sells, sells. there's yeah, a whole industry yeah, a whole genre if you want to call it it creates it creates a negative uh, a, a negative understanding i can say because people begin to fear the jinn people begin to believe or think that the jinn are out solely to get them that you know and and obviously when we shed light on it uh, people inshallah can have the understanding and know who they are what they do how they interact and whatnot um, for that that's the reason so I, I did want to mention some uh, uh, eyewitness accounts not recent eyewitness accounts eyewitness accounts from our pious predecessors and you have mentioned who have had interactions with some of the jinn uh, beginning with the sahaba beginning with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam his interaction with the jinn uh, there is so many to mention you know with with the khulafa there there's been even those who are after them here subhanallah he mentions uh, that there are trustworthy narrators who have narrated events concerning the jinn when they have interacted with them and uh, al-amash he said al-amash uh, is a great scholar of hadith he mentions he said that while they were in travel, he said, a jinn appeared amongst us. A jinn appeared amongst them. Obviously not in his form. Yani as we said, that the jinn cannot be seen in their form. Uh, he said, I said to him, what is your favorite food? I love this one because the ending of this is, is a bit... Uh, is a bit uh, he said, what is your favorite food? So he said, rice. So he said, we brought some rice to him. He said, and I would see the spoon go up and down, but I can't see anyone. Yani, he can see the spoon come up and down. He said, but I could not see anyone. Obviously, he can now hear. He can't see, but he can hear. So he said, I, he said, uh, I could see the spoon go up and down. He said, but could not see anyone. He said, I said, do you also have people of desires, people of bid'ah? He said, amongst your world, is there people of innovation? people of bid'ah um, he said yes He's, he said yes he goes so I said to him what is the situation of the rafida amongst you yani he first asked him do you have people of bid'ah in your world so people of innovation people in of innovation in religion those who innovate those who deviate he said yes we do he said what is the, he said what about yani what is um, the situation of the Rafida amongst you? And then he said, they are the worst of us. Yeah, that was one interaction. Ibn Kathir uh, wrote, after recording the above story, this story is mentioned by Ibn Kathir. Uh, he said, the chain is authentic back to Al-Amash. يعني, that, that was just one interaction. There is another interaction that I wanted to speak about when Umar radiallahu anhu, well, it wasn't really narrated by Umar. One of the companions, he mentioned, and I'll, uh, I'll bring this here, inshallah, remind me to say it, but I, wa- I just wanted to mention it because that one there as well, it will, uh, I maybe want to end with that. So if I don't mention it, 
Remind me of it. Barakallahu feek. He says, many trust people have told me about their speaking with the jinn and their seeing them, obviously in different forms. Uh, he said, some of the events will be mentioned later in the work, which I said I'm going to mention them, inshallah. Uh, uh, Ahmad al-Dimashqi, or al-Dimashqi, he said that I heard some of the jinn recite, the hearts are in pain until they connect with their beloved and are with him in any place. In the west or east, they are filled with the love of Allah and Allah is their Lord. They are connected to Allah and not to anything of his creation. And he's saying, I was once by, on my own and I heard these words being recited. So can the jinn be heard? Like I said, these are some uh, some accounts, eyewitness accounts that I mentioned. But we also have the Prophet wasallam, who he himself went and he met with uh, the chiefs of the jinn. Yani, and we have the companions who as well uh, had interactions with the jinn and we're going to mention them inshallah in further details but like I said the jinn do not come in their natural form they will come in different types of forms what are the forms that they come in? what are the forms that they come in? we humans do not see the jinn but some animals see the jinn yani we cannot see the jinn in their natural form sometimes the jinn are there we can hear them we can't see them sometimes they're present we can't hear them or see them but uh, in Sunan Abi Dawood with a Sahih chain it was narrated by Jabir radiallahu anhu that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said he said إِذَا سَمِعْتُمْ نِبَاحَ الْكَلْبِ if you hear the barking of the dogs or the braying of donkeys during the night. He said, seek refuge in Allah. He said, فَتَعَوَّذُوا بِاللَّهِ He said, seek refuge in Allah as they see what you do not see. And this is not strange as يعني, even science today, science today, it confirms that animals can see that which we can't see. SubhanAllah, and even as a scientific uh, note, uh, for example, subhanAllah, uh, the humans are not able to see the ultraviolet light of the sun on an overcast day, but the bees can. Any the bees can. An owl can see a mouse running in a crowded corn patch on a dark night. Any a black, pitch black night, an owl can see a mouse any running between the grass, for example. For they can see animals can see what we can't see and from the things that the animals can see as confirmed in the sunnah is donkeys and dogs can see the jinn and if we do hear the barking of a dog at night or we hear the braying of a donkey then we should seek refuge in Allah for the Prophet wasallam said seek refuge in Allah for they see that which you do not see <laughs> how common is it to hear dogs barking at night it's not as common as you would hear dogs barking during the day, for example. You know, if they're barking at night, they've seen something. Perhaps they've seen there is an intruder, perhaps there's, you know, or a donkey. Why would a donkey just bray at night, you know? So this, subhanAllah, it puts things into perspective. Yani if it was to happen, if, if one was to come across these things, then to seek refuge in Allah, perhaps, you know, there is a jinn, there is something that they can see about. 
And when we say, when the Prophet wasallam advises or tells us to seek refuge in Allah from them, because as we will mention, brothers and sisters, the majority of the jinn race is evil. Yes, there are Muslims and there are this and there are good jinn, but the majority of them are evil. Yani their majority is evil. Yani their majority are shayateen. Because it's more likely that perhaps if a jinn is seen, or if a jinn is interacted with, then perhaps they are a devil. Interesting. Interesting. Have you ever heard a dog barking at night, Sheikh, or a donkey brain? I've heard many animals making sounds at night, but uh, I don't think I want to blame the jinn. Maybe they're not fed. Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, that's a good point you make they're as annoyed, well. They're annoyed, and as you know, in certain seasons, the animals make certain mm. sounds, mating season. That's a very, very good point you mentioned, Jazakallah khair. In Egypt, well. we, there was a lot of dogs. Yeah. Like yeah, real dogs. I'm yeah. <laughs> Some in the, you know, um, in there was a lot of uh, stray dogs yeah. in certain areas over there, and they would get together at certain uh, parks, and it was a while. It was a was a bit hard getting used to, but then you get used to it. Yeah, they come out when the people, Subhanallah. Yeah, it's, it's happened when we were overseas as well. But a good point that you just mentioned now is that. Just because the hadith mentions this, it does not mean that every time a dog barks, that's what I wanted to get to, yeah, or a donkey brays, that it has seen a jinn. However, the advice is to still seek refuge in Allah, Azza wa But it is a possibility, but it does not mean that every single time. Just like, for example, the we're going to mention that the jinn come in the forms of snakes. Yes. Does that mean every snake that we see is a jinn? No. Now, when we mention the jinn, it is important as well, my brothers and sisters, to understand that shaitan himself is from the jinn. This is important to understand. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created him as a jinn. And he is the jinn. He is from the jinn. And he is the chief of the jinn. Yani he is the chief of the shayateen. And the word shaitan obviously, is a transgressing jinn or a jinn, a disbelieving jinn. So, you know, this whole nonsense of uh, him being an angel who disobeyed Allah. A fallen angel, yeah. A fallen angel, you, you know. translation sometimes. Yeah, like this is even coming from Muslims, this is unacceptable. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, he says that the angels, they do not disobey Allah. وَيَفْعَلُونَ مَا يُؤْمَرُونَ no. They do that which they are commanded. They don't disobey Allah at all. And an angel cannot disobey Allah. So, yani, them mentioning that he was a fallen angel. We're going to get to the angels, inshallah. We well, will, inshallah, inshallah. But just, yani, to, 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 to just mention here that, yani, it's, it's, he was given the name Shaitan due to his arrogance rebellion. Uh, so, 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 from the qualities of the angels, is that they don't disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They created 24 7 to worship. Allah to carry out Allah's commands and they have different roles and tasks which we'll get to as for the species we can say of jinn they're like humans in that they have choice there's good yes. jinn there's bad jinn uh, and as you've said the, the bad ones from them are the shayateen there, there, there's types which we're going to mention. Yes, which we I we think mentioned we, some previously. We as mentioned, well. yeah, we mentioned the, the, some of their types. We said like the afrit, no. marid, and, and whatnot. Um, but it's just important to understand that, yani, uh, it's it's very important to understand that no, he was not an angel, and angels do not disobey Allah. 
you know. Now, with regards to Satan, it's important to understand to the shaitan is that he was from the jinn, and him being from the jinn, some of the ulama mentioned that he was he the origin of the jinn. Yani was he the first jinn? We know. Like the father, in other words. Yeah. Yani was he the first jinn? So it says here that we do not connect, we do not possess any clear text that states that Satan to have been the origin of all the jinn or that states that he was simply one of them. Yani all we have is that proof that says Iblis was a jinn. Illa Iblis akana min al jinni. So except for Iblis, he was from amongst the jinn. But there is no clear proof to tell us, to indicate to us whether he was the first. Just like for example, Adam salam was the first of the ins, whether he was the first of the jinn or not. Uh, what I want to mention as well no. is... It's very important that that point is mentioned again in, in regards to when we don't have a clear text, we can't just make it up just for you know to fill in the blanks. Correct. We have to have some clear text to to have a definite answer, and this is something that, Alhamdulillah, in Islam, you say our ulama speaking in this manner and speaking in this fashion. That if if there was some you know, opinions, or say yes, these are some of the opinions of A, B, C, but there's no definitive proof to prove this or prove that. That's right. That's right. Uh, that's the thing with 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 the topic of matters of the unseen, especially because we have uh, texts that have come before, and we have religions and we have prophets, yani that have come before. Obviously, we believe that everything that is sent down from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala spreads the same message to worship Allah alone and not associate partners with Him. However, due to this topic being a topic, because I remember we, we mentioned that matters of the unseen, you find everyone delving in. Even religions that are baseless, religions that have, yani it's, it's a lot of superstition, it's a lot of ghaybiyat, umur ghaybiyat you would find. Um, and many will delve into matters regarding unseen. Even well, today you have these horoscopes. What a myths, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, and they 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 can they add and subtract to these things whatever they like. So they'll they will they will they would you know they will tell you that this is this and this is that and there's no clear proof. And what we what we as you know as followers of the clear unadulterated path, the path of the Salaf, and the clear cut Quran and Sunnah is that we only affirm what the Quran and Sunnah affirms. And if the Quran and Sunnah does not affirm it, we do not affirm it nor deny it. But if the Quran and Sunnah denies it, we deny it. For this, brothers and sisters, it's important to understand, wallahi, that this is a matter of deen. 100%. This is a matter of religion. Yani when we speak about matters of deen, you take that which is proven and that which is concrete and there is nothing that is proven and concrete uh, besides the Quran and Sunnah. Uh, now, I am in two minds whether I continue to describe the jinn or whether I continue with the interactions. What do you think, Sheikh? It's only up to you. Whatever you think do you think we should describe them to our brothers and sisters? Why not? The jinn, my brothers and sisters, understand something, that they obviously are created, as we mentioned, from a smokeless fire. Now, 
you know what? Them being created from smokeless fire, it puts in people's minds that they're beings that are fire. And they're just beings that are that are just flames, you know. People tend to think that even subhanAllah, when the West wants to depict them or when they want to be depicted in movies, you would find that they're made of a flame or they're made of a fire or they're constantly on fire and etc. Yes, that is their origin and that's their creation. Yes, it is their essence. But just like we as ints are made from clay, you know, we are from teen. When you look at a human being, you can't see thin. You can't see uh, earth. You know, we're made from earth. Our origin is earth. We're created from earth. We're created from clay. But are we, in essence, right now, clay? So this is the same thing I say to the brothers and sisters, that the jinn, yes, they are created from the smokeless fire, but they don't have to, in essence, be a fire. You know, be a flame. And, you know, some questions will be raised. Okay, if the jinn are created from fire and the Qur'an, you know, mentions, Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an that they will be punished with the fire, then how can fire punish fire? Is that a good question? Yes. Fire. Punish fire. We can give him a... (laughs) I'd like to hear it from you, Sheikh. Well, you can give him a description on... If if, if your human is created from clay and someone wants to punch someone else... That's right. Does mm. it? You know, so. Exactly, exactly. Yani if this is clay and this is clay and he was to harm him or he wanted to hurt him, he can. For just because they are created from fire does not mean that they won't be affected by the fire. Now, the jinn, the, especially the shayateen, my brothers and sisters, they are very ugly in their appearance. Yani they, subhanAllah, uh, they're very ugly in appearance. They, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in the Quran uh, regarding a tree in hellfire. Shajaratul Zakum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions that it is, we have appointed it as a torment for the wrongdoers. He says, it is a tree that springs in the heart of hell. Its crop is as it were the heads of the devils. And nothing in Jahannam is beautiful. And there is a tree. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, uh, Satan has a very, well, he, he mentions here, before I mention the ayah, that Satan has a very ugly appearance. This is something well accepted by the mind. Allah compares the branches of a tree of zaqum in hell to the heads of the devils. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, he mentioned this. He mentioned that it is a it, it, is it better as a welcome or the tree of zakum. We have appointed it as a torment for the wrongdoers. Lo, it is a tree that springs in the heart of hell. Its crop is as it were the heads of devils. It's in Surah Al-Safat. Satan has two horns. In Sahih Muslim, it is recorded from Ibn Umar that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said. He said, do not seek to pray when the sun is rising or when it is setting. Verily, it rises and sets between the two horns of a devil. Yani, this is a waqt manhi anhu salah. This is a time. This is a time that prayer 
is forbidden because the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, he said that the devil, a devil will place his horns or the devil will place his horns where the sun rises and sets. So the sun can rise and set in between his horns. And subhanAllah, when I came across this hadith and uh, I looked at the explanation of this hadith, and subhanallah, brothers and sisters, understand something. That the shayateen are not only trying to misguide ins. They're trying to misguide the jinn as well. Because they are from the jinn, as mentioned in Surah Al-Jinn, that from us are the evil, from, this, from us are the good, and from us are the evil. There are believing jinn and there are disbelieving jinn. The shayateen do not only want to misguide the believing ins, but they also want to misguide the believing jinn. And from some of the jinn, there are those who worship the sun. So in the tafsir of this hadith, the ulama mentioned that when a devil would place themselves where the sun rises and where it sets, obviously it's rising from the east and it sets in the west so what a devil would do is he would place himself in the east when it is rising and then the fire uh, sorry the the worshippers of the sun would then go out to pray to the sun um. when it when it rises so it appears to the jinn that they are worshipping the the devil interesting that's one and when it sets as well, the, the, the worshippers of the sun would go and they would pray towards the sun setting. And a devil would erect himself where the sun sets between his horns and it appears to the jinn that they are worshipping that devil. And it appears to them that the sun rises between the devil's horns and it sets between the devil's horns. This is why this is a time we are commanded, we're not allowed to pray in this time. It's waqt man We're not going to get into the fiqh of it. But yeah, subhanAllah, it's, uh, this is yani, uh, obviously, like we said, ugly, very ugly in creation, the shayateen. Two horns. Two horns. And um, we know what they're created on. Their ability and strength, we spoke about, we said that they're given other abilities and strength that we don't have. Obviously, they are invisible to us. We can't see them in their form. Uh, if we do see them, it is in special forms. If we do hear them, it's in special circumstances. Oh. Um uh, you know, uh, we have powers over them that they don't have powers over us, and they have powers over us in some things that we don't have powers. And this over is them. all by the will of permission of Allah. Absolutely, wa ta'ala. This Absolutely. is something that, that that some sometimes you know people seem to freak out. You know, remember I remember growing up haunted houses. Yeah, you know, or hearing this sound or that sound. All all these abilities that they have are abilities that Allah has given them, and they cannot step out of the boundaries that Allah controls. Allah is the controller of everything. So as Muslims, we truly fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And no one has the ability to act outside the realm of Allah's control and universe. Absolutely. Allah is, this is his dominion. This is his kingdom. And he is the true king. So as Muslims, this should give us peace uh, and tranquility that we should only seek help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to repel and have protection against all evil forces from the jinn and from humans, because yeah. they both have these, you know, 
evil planning and plotting and are trying to harm the believers. Yeah, subhanAllah. Uh, it's, this is another thing I say. When we talk about this and we familiarize ourselves with who they are, what they do and whatnot, this is in no way, shape or form. The, this should actually make one... One as Look, we mentioned in our previous podcasts that naturally, naturally the jinn fear us. Naturally. This is a natural thing. They fear us. But once we give them that sort of you know like 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 that once we give in to 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 them they will then yatajabbarun they will become yani they, they will increase in their strength but unfortunately unfortunately if you don't know something you you'll fear it if you don't know you you'll fear it just as we mentioned yani subhanallah that if you don't know allah you can't worship him properly no so, for example, with the with the jinn, my brothers and sisters, the more you know about them, the more and you would you would come to find that they're not what people make them out to be. Yes, they are. You know, they are out there to 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 really. The shaitan's job is to take people with him to hellfire. No. So he will try to take people with him to hellfire the best way he can. Is he good at what he does? He's been doing it for thousands of years. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, no, but you don't have any power over my righteous slaves. And what you mentioned is, is you're right, that they, obviously it's all within the will and power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he mentioned that, know that if the entire creation, man and jinn, were to come together and plot the entire creation and all the technology and all the money, if they were all to come together and plot to harm you, they are not going to be able to harm you except with that which Allah has already decreed for you. And if they were all to come together in order to benefit you, you will not benefit more than that which Allah has already decreed for you. And this is when Umar radiallahu anhu, very similar Umar radiallahu anhu, he said, I am at rest. And he said, I am at ease knowing that what missed me was never meant to hit me. He said, and what hit me was never going to miss me. And I'm at ease knowing, whatever I get, this was going to come to me no matter what. And whatever I did not get, I was never going to get it to begin with. That's, that's the way to view everything. Alhamdulillah, this is, this is why, this is why يعني, you know, the believer is always in a state of tranquility, subhanAllah. Before, before we move on, we have a question here. I'm not too sure what it means, but maybe you can understand it better than me. Mm. Why does this conversation happen at night? So I don't know if he's referring to Jin's interaction with people or our conversation happening at night. Uh, some people have jobs. <laughs> is it so, our conversation? Tech man, I don't know, maybe we'll ask the tech man. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Ah. Then maybe, you know, seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan. Do your athkar. Pray your prayers. Look, look, I think... I think Inshallah, you'll be safe. I think Allah. we can understand this question from three different angles. Three? And, and let's, let's, <laughs> let's elaborate on these three angles because it's actually a good question. May Allah reward whoever put no. it up. Whatever your intention was behind it, alhamdulillah, there, there will be benefit, inshallah. Let's just, let's just supposedly say... You think that was a tech man who posted that question? Uh, he would have told us. You reckon? He would have told us. Oh, come oh, on. He's, he's shaking his he's, head. He's, 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 uh, <laughs> he's, he's setting it up, setting us up. No, it's um, not. He's not. Maybe because he has to be here. 
So let's say we understand the question as to from three what, angles we as, as to what I thought. I thought no. meaning Aha. Okay. Oh, so the okay. sister who posted the question, the reason why she asked that question is because her kids were listening. Okay, we we apologize regarding that, but um if know, the kids are still listening, yeah, maybe maybe it's not appropriate time for them to listen to If the program. kids if the kids are still listening, I'll tell you kids uh, that no matter how many shayateen or jinn try to harm you, if you just recite Ayat al-Kursi, none of them can come near you. And I'm sure you all know Ayat al-Kursi. And subhanAllah, I mentioned this, yani, I, I, I was having a conversation with my son and I said to him, do you get scared when you go to sleep? And he said, no. And I said, why? He said, because, these are his exact words, huh? you're going to like this one. He said, I'm going to say exactly how he said it. He said, because I recite Ayat al-Kursi, no, he said, because I read Ayat al-Kursi, he said, and Allah retects me. <laughs> retects me. <laughs> he said, because I read Ayat al-Kursi, he said, and Allah retects me. And he was trying to tell me, because yani, alhamdulillah, his mother taught him. And he, when he goes to sleep to recite Ayat al-Kursi, and, and like, this is what we have to instill in our children. We've mentioned this before, but for the kids that are listening, recite Ayat al-Kursi, and Allah Azza wa Jal, will protect you, or as my son says, will protect you. But I want to get back to the, to that point, and we'll end with this, inshallah. inshallah. Let's say, alhamdulillah, the sister clarified, but let's say the sister's question was what I thought the question was, which is a question that came to me before as well. Why do you find that the topic about jinn and matters of unseen and all of these, why do you find people generally... Talking about it at night. Do you understand what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah, and you would find, if the people were to have these conversations, you would find that they tend to have these conversations at night. And it's, one way to answer this question is to say, it's because of our negative understanding of the jinn. We believe, or we, from what we've been taught, what we know, what we see on the movies, what we see, you know, um, this push that, you know, it's a spooky topic that you got to talk about, you know, at a quiet time. Turn off all the lights. You know, to, these sort of things. When that's not, the, that's not the reality. That's one. Two, two, they come out at Maghrib. The jinn, and I'm not going to go into detail because this is going to be further down the line, inshallah, we're going to elaborate. They disperse in Maghrib at the time of Maghrib disperse the jinn the shayateen have a time they have a time they disperse in maghrib and after isha they're all over the place similar to many of the humans they yeah most of the evils at night a hundred percent a bit like we, we can't wallahi 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 i know people that would that, that tell me that we used to party whatever engage in haram they go we used to wait till it's dark and then we'd party until the sun comes up. You know, it's, it's a whole this, you know, party until the sun comes up. Until the shayateen want to go, they're done with, the, they, they want to have a rest, although, but they disperse at that time. That's one. The second, uh, the second uh, way I thought that the question was, was mentioned was, uh, or the second sort of scenario 
that the question could have been understood was no why do we have these podcasts at night <laughs> and that's because alhamdulillah we're busy during the day and the sheikh works full time so so alhamdulillah يعني, and, and obviously we have programs during the day as well um, that is the second way the and the third one most of us work all the time alhamdulillah we always we always uh, and i think the third one i don't know if i forgot it but uh, yeah so the first one was that people just tend to people tend to have these conversations because they it's like a spooky cozy conversation the second one was because the shayateen do come out at this time and perhaps yani you know their mm. effect does 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 yani uh and maybe as well because just that night people have nothing to talk about <laughs> really the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he forbade he forbade uh unnecessary speech after isha unnecessary speech and we're going to mention it in further detail I don't want to jump the gun I want to keep everything inshallah uh, There's a comment I'm not reading it right The good uh, and bad jinn Not related to shaitan Is that what it says? So, I don't know if you, There's a comment there, the, 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 the good and bad jinn Not related to shaitan I don't know Okay, yeah. We've, yeah, yeah. We've mentioned it. Um, you can just so, go back and listen to it. Yeah, so, so no, no. Uh, yes, like the shaitan, the sh- related as in like relatives, he does have relatives from the jinn. Obviously, he's a creation from them, and he does have relatives. So the jinn get married too, brothers. Yeah, and which, we mentioned it early on that they, they get married, they have correct. children, they procreate, if that's the right term. Different than they the do. angels. Yeah, yeah. They do, they do, definitely. They do, they have children, um, and we're going to mention further down the track, uh, that you know, many of the reasons of possession is due to harm caused to the jinn, no. yani, uh, to their children, to their offspring. Um, you know, so if 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 I do want to create any suspense for the next uh, episode, inshallah, which we're, do. Gonna, which we're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, uh, f- not just interactions. Oh, I'm going to mention more interaction with the jinn, with the jinn, but I'm going to be talking in more detail, inshallah, and bring forth the reason of possession and whatnot. One of the main reasons that they possess, or one of the reasons you would find that they are causing excessive harm, apparent excessive harm. Remember, we said that the shaitan, all he wants to do is misguide you. All he wants to generally do is misguide you from your religion. And he's got methods, and we're going to talk about them. But if you're finding libas, you know, tasallut, that there's a shaitan that is, that is persistent on an individual, that is trying to physically harm an individual, many other times, if it's not magic related, which we're going to talk about inshallah as well, it is because this individual has harmed that jinn in a way. And many of the times you would find that is an individual has harmed their children in a way. This is why, my brothers and sisters, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he told us everything we know, and he told us everything to do in order to protect ourselves from them. With anything, with anything, if I want to mention one thing, yani, just come in to create further suspense, and I'll, I'll elaborate on this story inshallah when we talk about it. But Sheikh Faiz Muhammad, one of our mashayikh, we all know him, Hafizahullah. May Allah bless him. Amen. When he was telling us a story once, 
He said, I was with a group of brothers camping. He said, one of the brothers got up and he walked a distance. He said, and he wanted to urinate. And he, he went away from them. He wanted to urinate. He said, I said to him, do not forget your adhkar. Do not forget your... Yani he said, when you go, make sure you mention your adhkar. And when you get to wherever you need to do, he said, make the dua. So before entering the yeah. place where you're going to release No, it doesn't have to necessarily be. Yeah. Bismillah, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-khubithi wal-khaba'ith. He said he went... He said, and when he came back, he was completely possessed. He, he said he was not, he said it wasn't, he said he came back. He said it appeared, on, يعني, it appeared that he was possessed. He said, we sat him down and we began to recite Quran on him. He said, and the jinn spoke. And he mentioned, wallahi, wallahi, he, he's telling us this story. And you can even, يعني, even Sheikh Khalid Muhammad was with me when, 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 when he was telling us his story. He said that the jinn spoke and said, he urinated on my children. Listen. So the Sheikh is saying, he said, we're telling it, we're telling the jinn that, خلاص, يعني, we're telling it and to leave, to fear Allah and whatnot. And when the jinn spoke, the jinn said, that he urinated on her children. And then the jinn kept on saying, Why did he not make his why did he not say his athkar? So the jinn said, Why did he not seek refuge in Allah and say his athkar? We would have left. Shows you that Subhanallah yani, words of Allah so yani, this is from a trustworthy source telling us and he's not yani, Allah, subhanallah and Yani, this is what I'm saying. This will create a little bit of suspense, but I just mentioned that to show to say that if you say you're like yani, even even with the Prophet ﷺ, at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, the Shayateen gave the same advice. One of them was to Abu Huraira when he said, "I'll teach you something that if you were to say it every night, no jinn can harm you." And he said to him to recite Ayat al-Kursi before you sleep. And then he went back to the Prophet ﷺ and he said that to him. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, he's spoken the truth even though he's a liar. And he said that that was the shaitan. Subhanallah. But we'll leave that inshallah to our next episode. Thanks for being with us. May Allah bless you. All our listeners, our viewers, our tech team. Barakallah fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam.